0: Field, baby. Our backfield was popping. We back in our Vinceway location.
1: Yeah. Phil Jackson let us rent his spot out for like an hour or two or some shit, yo. <laughs> yo. Man, speaking of Phil Jackson, legendary coach, um, you know, in this game, yo, and any in anything you do, you always gotta prepare for the end, which is a scary thing. Because, you know, you can have something popping off and it might end in a year. Because I remember, um, Essa when you was talking about one of the lines that changed your life was, you know, people only subscribe to hot, but nobody ever thinks that, yo, you're not going to be hot forever. Nothing lasts forever. And I think with Bag Fuel and this situation is always planning on what happens when that flame turns off,
0: bro. Well, I don't, if your flame turn, if you allow your flame to turn off, you are already behind the eight ball. Like I always say, black people always do things when it's too late. You don't wait till the flame turns off to then try to make your move. You're using the position that you're in like a bag to prolong your flame. So Mm -hmm. while this is going on, you have to see what other things that you also do well that relate to what you're doing right now. And that's what most people don't do. It's like when people rap, then they can go act. Mm-hmm. They can produce TV shows, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's so many different things that you can do with your fame. You put out clothes, you put out sneakers, you know what I'm saying? All of these different things prolong your life in the spotlight because they're going to promote you. They're going to keep your name out there and then you can go on and make moves.
1: I Yeah, I feel you. people. One of the things... You know, we've seen this. People are very, very scared or afraid to distribute their flame because part of keeping your flame going is distributing and diversifying in other fields that you're good at or that you're working to be good at. But, you know, we've been around artists that have 100 songs in their files and won't put one song out, you know, won't put anything out. And what I've noticed in this is, like, people stay in that one bracket and they think that is gonna keep them going for however long it's gonna keep them going. And What, what, what is it? Most, most artists, are uh, the successful artists, their run is what, three years if they're lucky? If that much? 20, 29 months? Man, and it's I'll, a wrap. The average NBA career is three years. Done. You're done at what,
0: 23? 25? If you're lucky? But it's still all about what you do with that time. If you're only <laughs> planning to play basketball. Then you have to worry about those three years. If you're planning to do other things with your life and with your career, with your popularity, it doesn't have to fizzle out. Mm-hmm. People just get stuck in one lane. It's like when I said, yo, when I came into this space, I wanted to diverse my, diverse, diversify. I wanted to diver, diversify myself yeah. in this space before I even was known with people. I sat and thought about what I wanted to do within the space, what I wanted to sell, what I wanted to become, what I wanted to do if this space was successful. Mm -hmm. Me being on the radio right now is because I sat down and said, where can, if I become a successful podcaster or YouTuber, where can this take me? Mm -hmm. This wasn't going to be the end. I always said to you, and I even say to Ghost, Bag Fuel is a stepping stone to what we're going to be in life. Yeah, somebody might take backfield and say you're being tremendously successful. You got twenty thousand, you you got twenty five thousand sub, sub, subscribers. subscribers. Yeah, you're on a course that have seventy five to maybe a 100, maybe a hundred and fifty thousand, and you're gonna make money off of that. Y'all can make ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars a month off that. Somebody might be satisfied with five thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I, I... They, they might be, and they might want to build from that and say, well, next month, it's going to be $6,000 a month, but then it could fizzle out at any point in time. And also,
1: too, you never know when your run's going to end. And what I mean by that is, like you said, preparing for that run to end, but freak things can happen to you know divert your course, and you just got to figure out how to pivot right then and there, or sit down and strategize, because you could be the hottest... Podcaster, YouTuber, and what you said one one wrong word. Yeah. Even that skit that Mano did, that that could have if if people took it the wrong way,
0: you know. Yeah, but he would still have other things like you think his so? skit, not not that skit yeah. that he's doing or whatever he did with the kid. That's a social media skit platform. Mm-hmm. He still could go back and then rap. He still has businesses that he owns. Yes. he can then, if he really wanted to, he he did a TV deal for a podcast. He got other things that he could still do. doing those other things is what keeps people hot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You have to be. You have to cross market yourself. The best way to cross market yourself is to is to delve in these other things that you do. I model too. I take pictures for companies. They take those and they post those and they brand those and they promote those as well. So people are then going to see my face over there, and I'm making a couple dollars off of them as well. It's the same thing.
1: Let's let's. I I got a thought in my mind, and let's let's work this one out. Is it possible to stay hot without being visible? Doing what? In in any field, because. One of the things that people don't know about you, right? If somebody came or you just made 20 million out of nowhere and you're like you don't got to be on camera ever again. You'll be good with that. I'm fine. That's a rarity.
2: Yeah, I'm fine.
1: No, no, I want that and and we know you're not joking. Ghost, and I know you're not joking. But now with that money is your visibility the same? Are you still going to be hot the way you were hot? Now you're going to make business deals behind the scenes and things of that nature, but these people, can they walk away, and I don't think a lot of people can walk away from that clout, that visibility, because that 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 energy of people knowing you, that energy of getting all these perks and going around, it's really hard to, just to give up, and I, I, that's why I feel like a lot of people, they're afraid to, you know, diverge, because they're like, am I still going to have that same visibility, that same... You know attraction that people get from me when they see me, even though I'm making the
0: bread. But it all depends on what you want. My my goal is yeah. to be successful first, get a Hollywood star, and make money to take care of myself. Are you going to get a Hollywood star behind the scenes though? I'm. I, I would get it before that. You don't have to get it. You don't have to keep going and get it. You know what I'm saying? People do behind the scenes, that produce movies, Mm -hmm. it's it's various ways to get a star, but it's like after you get to that point, the ultimate goal is to make money to take care of your family. Of course. That's in my mind. So if I have the $20 million and I can go off into the sunset and my family is being taken care of and I'm good, that's my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is not to be popular. For not the people to see me and go crazy because they're seeing me. My ultimate goal is to be successful, have people digging me, and I can translate this into dollars to take care of myself and my family.
1: But don't you need
0: a certain level of
1: popularity to get to that point of notoriety for the Hollywood star? Especially in the field of, we don't know where this is going to take us. We have certain plans and direction, but based on how... You're transmitting how you want the Hollywood star. It's going to be based on your talent, your visibility, currently right now. Things can change. You never know. Ghost, you and I could come up with a Netflix movie. It's the biggest thing. We out of here. It can happen in six or seven months. And if I don't have a
0: Hollywood star, I'm cool with that. Oh, well, yeah. We know that. That's what people don't If I I don't accomplish that, that's the end goal for me. mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But people that we're talking about prolonging their life and within the, within the scope of their popularity, yeah, that's, that's just what we're talking about. Yeah. So when we talk about that, is, I'm just saying you, you do all of these different things to get to that point. Some people could get to the point Kanye ben had a Hollywood star, Kanye been rich, he could have been faded to black if he wanted to. If he wanted to. that That's me. I'm, I'm rich, I got my star. People know me. I'm fading to black. I want to enjoy my life. People don't think about enjoying their life. That's why they don't think about the end. Their mind is wrapped around their success and how people receive them, which makes them feel good. I'm not built like that. I feel good by myself. With my three or four friends, whatever I do, I'm good. The fact that the public is receiving me is great and it's a bonus, but that's not what's going to drive me in my life
1: i thinking about the end is scary because when people hear the end, they're thinking death and it's only scary because you don't know what's after death, whether you believe in the afterlife, whether you believe whatever your religious be- um, feelings are. If everyone knew what was after we're done in dust, people would be more inclined to figure out where to go next. So when you say, yo, how am I going to end the last 30 to 40 years of my life? It's very rare you hear people say that. And the whole game plan before, you know, everything blew up with social media was you, got, you get a job, you get a 401k, you get a retirement plan, and you get to retire your last 12 years after 65. People are like, nah, I'm trying to have my shit set up by the time I'm at least 40. I mean, let's be
0: clear uh uh-huh. That was before social media. I, that's what I said. Before the social no, no, with you, social media. Yes. You said when social media hit? No. That was before social media. Really? Yes. You the think- same, the same, the same people that's doing it now mm-hmm. was doing it before. Now the other 90% are trying to catch a wave and they're trying to do it. They're not super duper successful. People come out here and work for themselves and they quit and they go back and get a job more often than they stay yeah. working for themselves. So it's not social media just gave, just gave the but other I, 90% people the possibility that they could do it. But what people gotta understand is y'all were late. Niggas was doing it. I was doing this in the 90s. That's what I'm trying to but, tell but you. But here's one. when you and were, they do- were and there were many other people. I wasn't the first. I saw many other people and the ones that are still lit right now that y'all seeing are the people that was doing it.
1: I don't disagree with anything you're saying, but let's put into context. When you were doing that, depending on what circles you in, you were looked at as a deviant. You were looked at as an outcast because even Gary Vee said it when he was learning to be an entrepreneur and not going to college and figuring it out. You went to college, but you still were like, this is my road. People looked at it crazy. You're not going to get a job. You're not going to be in a corporation. Where's your retirement plan at? How are you going to make this happen?
0: You don't get a punch clock. Now it's reverse. You go to work? It all depends on the people you surrounded yourself with then and now. I'm not 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 discounting that. but, but, But this is what I'm saying. I didn't surround myself with people like that. No,
1: what I'm saying, I I get that. But the people you surrounded with, that was a small circle in comparison. Because when you say you with the 10%, by definition, the 10 is way smaller than the 90. You get what I'm saying? So now we've circled around to where people, like you said, everyone can see it's possible. It looks chic. It's amazing to be your own to be master of your own circumstance versus having to do
0: a nine to five. This dog is kicking my ass in here right now. Yo, I see. But go ahead. it's nothing y'all could do about it. I'm yeah, allergic, it's nothing I'm you can a, do I'm about. Allergic it. to dogs. No, I understand.
1: So that's why when when you were doing it, you're considered a pioneer, a trailblazer, a rogue. It didn't seem that way because the people you were around. That's how.
0: That's I what was, you had to do to survive. No, I was considered a rogue to people like my father. That's what I'm who, who, who talking about. But, but yes, I know. But you're stressing. I'm trying to explain to you. Yeah. Is this? I wasn't the only one that was doing it. It was I'm, many. Yeah. It was many more people that were doing it. People like yourself were surrounded by a whole of mad people that were not doing it. People like your parents. People like my parents. But when I went away to college, everybody was doing it. This was the. This was the thing. Niggas was finding ways to make their money at 17, 18, and 19. It was who you were surrounded by. Now when when I went to Morgan State, it was only 8,000 kids going at the time. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Mike Lighty, Chris Lighty, brother was there. I came there. There was the dudes called TTC that threw parties there. They done went off and did comedy. They done went off and, and got football players and all different type of things. It all depends on who you surrounded yourself with. If you're, mm. if you're going to where people's minds are working and they're doing different things in the same type of time yeah. where everybody else is doing nothing, it's all about who you surrounded with. I could have stayed in Southside Jamaica, Queens, and niggas could have said, be a bus driver and get a job. I didn't I didn't choose to do that. I didn't want to surround myself mm-hmm. with that. Niggas stay there and then they compare their life experience to where they stayed at in Brooklyn, in Queens, to the world. And I keep telling
1: them that's not the case. But yeah, but when they say you could have been a bus driver, if you scale it out, there's way more SO bus drivers. Then that sort of podcast. There
0: ain't no Eso bus drivers (laughs) because Eso would never be a bus driver. That's the point. My father was a boss and I could have been that. No, that's not for me. I wasn't surrounding myself with those people. That's that same mind state that I'm telling you. Once niggas say, see, this is me. Once everybody's saying that I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I don't want to do that, I realize I can't be here with them. Mm. That doesn't mean that other people aren't thinking like me. I'm just not around them. And you have to put yourself around them or else your mind is going to be consumed by the 90%. No, it's not. You're going to say, you're going to think now that social media did this and social media did that. And that's why people are doing that. But if you was around us prior, you would say, nah, social media didn't do that. But You're you're misinterpreting what I'm
1: saying it's shown more people that they can do it that's what we're saying but they're not doing it no but but there's more happening it's still a skewed number but more people just like the GameStop shit no one gave a fuck about trading online in scale Then when the whole GameStop thing happened, oh, yo, 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 I got $500. And now niggas
0: ain't doing it no more. You know why? Because it's hard. Yo, yo. It's hard. See, it ain't ain't sexy. Yes. You're right. uh, All right, but he's making See, But more people still doing it, though. No, bro. They're trying and they're not succeeding. It's not working. See, it still goes back to the 10% of the people that are gonna take the time and watch the roller coaster go up Agreed. and down. And that and that's a, so you can still say, oh, people gonna say, oh, we're gonna podcast, right? And then we see a study that podcasts are down 80%. Yeah. So does it matter that people saw ghosts and saw us and say, yo, we're gonna try to podcast, nigga, you can't do it. But this is still for the this mm. is still for the 10%. No matter how much you put it out on social media, you can say all these people is rapping. They throw rapping records up against the wall, a couple of making money, but in the grand scheme, it's only for the 10%. Period. So when niggas keep saying, this one did this, this one did that, this wasn't happening, I am the poster child to it was happening. I was there. I was the one that was doing it. I was with the people. So when niggas keep saying it, it wasn't happening, no, and it was a lot of motherfuckers. I wasn't the only one. Yeah. I was one of many. That's how I got to no Clue yeah. and all of these people prior. Foxy, Anton, Gavin, the 50 Cent and all. Of them. why? Because these was the niggas that was doing it before social media made it but, sexy. But,
1: but you're not getting what I'm saying. It made it sexy to where more are coming in Is it still a crazy number? No. But more coming in. When you're doing it, how I look at... When you talk about Morgan State and how everybody's doing it, I just compare it to the Harlem Renaissance. You were there and you part of the... No, listen to what I'm saying. Since that time, how many times have you seen a great collection of dope people in Harlem? You can take the Cameron era here and there, but it gaps out. So when you talk about Morgan State and that run you had, since that time, I mean... you might be out of touch, but how many other classes had that many people of a run? I was not. I'm gonna be honest. No, that's not unfair I, question. I'm not
0: in touch, but what I can't say is Howard University, which is 40 minutes away. We already know what oh, their this run legacy. is like, and their run is always going to continue because mm-hmm. their people go Puff Daddy, Mark Piss, and all them. They go MV, back yeah. and they go back, did and go to went to Hampton. Hampton, Hampton my fault. He, I was mixed he, up. He, the you know ages. what I'm saying? They always go back and they give back. So yeah. that's what prolongs them, that's what have people understand mm-hmm. that their legacy is big. When you go to that school, you're, you're promoted to be an outward thinker. Mm-hmm. That's what they promote at that school. Black people that are coming in mm. and thinking and doing different things. They're not going there to get a job. Job, I agree. You know what I'm saying? When you're going to Ooh. college, when people was going to college, that old school thought about go to college to go get a job. It, everybody in college wasn't doing that. That was a small amount of people who had their parents on their neck saying, be a doctor, be a lawyer. But there were so many people that were going to college to find themselves. That's what college gave you. It gave you four to five years to see and figure out what you want to do, what's going to toot your horn, that's going to keep you going. When niggas is on the street and they don't have that time to themselves to develop their own mind and go somewhere else and be on their own and do their own thing for a period of time. Now when niggas go away for one or two years, they say, oh, well, I went to college. No, nigga, you went for a second you didn't stay you didn't finish you didn't grind out you didn't suffer you didn't not eat you didn't do none of these type of things those are the things that build your character and build your mental will to go further and say i'm not gonna do what these other people is doing and you're surrounded by people that's doing it so it's right there for you i I just i think where you went to school was an anomaly because Uh no i'm gonna tell you why what made you want to go to that school? My mother sent me. She started, she forced my name because okay. I thought I, 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 I was going to be in the hood. But but there are many other black colleges that have other people that are excelling. No, what I'm saying in scale,
1: them. because the running ideology is you go to college, you major in these majors, you stay in this field, you dug it out to get to these jobs that's how they sell college to kids in high school not to be an outward thinker not to find yourself and then figure out how to flip your bread because when i'm hearing that this this isn't told to a lot of people as during a generational period of point it was like hey hey hey, your life is going to be fucked up if you don't go to college if you don't go to college and then figure out to get this job do your four years get this master's go into these companies that's how it's sold outside of where you were at so Yes, nigga. What are you talking about? So when I see that, I'm like, what? It depends on the college. That's he, what I'm saying. It depends on the college.
0: He went to a college for, engine, for engineering and sound. It's not the same thing but that hold I went on. to. I went not, to no, like, I went to other little schools,
1: got degrees. They, this is the same shit. When you focus on this, this is the... De- no, even in college. I'm looking at dudes. I'm, I,
2: went to, I went to college and I went to school. So I went to school for business.
0: So you went to and multiple they, schools.
2: They, they teach you how to grow a business. You don't have to work for somebody.
0: That's what Morgan State and when black historically black colleges do mm. with their kids. That's what's provided. That's why I said I wasn't gonna argue because I don't try to downplay people. No. Because it can be received differently on camera. Like, you didn't go where I went, so I'm not going there. But when you're going to a four year HBCU university, it's different. Look at Thea, the boss of Power 105, HBCU. Let me ask you this. Look at Envy, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you go
1: to go. No, I'm I'm, I'm, Do you think how you learn, how y'all all all learn in the HBCU, right? Because now what you're giving game is, this is the place to go to be a, a different level echelon individual. Is that the same vibe at Stanford, Arizona, and oh, Oregon? No, because you're not around your people. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But I,
0: I didn't go to those schools, but I did go to Maryland College Park because I knew a lot of people mm. there and girls there. And my ex-girlfriend went there, so I spent time out there. I, I knew basketball players there. It's a different type of vibe. They have a core of black people there. But they got a core of, 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 of black people there, but they don't have black people surrounding you with ideals. Mm-hmm. You're not finding you're not finding the different type of scales of what people is doing because you have to see your people doing it. I'm a big proponent Agreed. of that. So when I came and I saw people throwing parties and you come to me and say, do you want to throw a party? I'm seeing that these young dudes are throwing parties. Yo, I'm gonna try it. I mm-hmm. think I could be su- successful with that. When you go into Maryland College Park, they're not throwing parties in clubs. Mm-hmm. They're throwing parties inside the dorm room yeah. for the black kids and they're doing keggers and bringing all yeah. these other and things. And I was around that. Yeah. I, when I that, was, that, yeah. that, that was not my experience. That was my experience. My, my experience <laughs> is you're if, you're if you're throwing parties and you're popular, you transcend that into money mm-hmm. and more popularity into doing what you want to now do. What people don't understand is if you're popular, there's nothing you can't do. Anybody that you want to touch is going to know your your popularity. So it's about, like we said from the beginning, you have to know where you're going. If you're waiting till something ends and then you're making the move, you're already late. Mm. You have to think and strategize about making your move. Or while you're taking steps and, 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 and freaking blowing up and you're bringing people on, you have to see what your extensions is. I'm doing voiceovers next. i on the radio, I'm doing voiceovers. That all stems from podcasting and YouTubing. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother life. It's not sexy, it's not with a camera, but I love
1: it. I mean, bro, real shit, the voiceovers, especially for those Pixar movies, Dog, I could see you being in one of those Finding Nemo ten, and because everyone in really, it's gotten to the point you can have your hoodie on, you can have three hoodies on if you say, "Yo, that's Essam. They know my voice.
0: Yo, Ghost, it's crazy. A dude from Wisconsin, I was walking, <laughs> I, 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 I was walking around <laughs> and just talking to him, and I walked past the dude. Four white, two white boys, two white girls walk right, flew right past him. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I got the block, I'm talking, and he's like, awesome, oh, and I'm like, yo, like I turned around. <laughs> I was on the he's phone. He's like, yo, I'm from Wisconsin. I can't believe I'm bumping into you. He's like, I heard your voice. Yep. And I was like, yo, hi. Like I can't even talk when I'm walking around the street anymore. Oh,
2: this
0: is audio podcast too. Oh, Thanks. Audio podcast. Yeah. I, I always forget that, bro. Think it's
2: visual, visual. It's visual. Think stuck on the YouTube algorithm. Nigga,
0: we on we on Apple and Spotify as well. Yeah, you right. And those Apple get, and Spotify those get
1: hundreds
2: and of thousands.
0: Of yeah, views I, too. yeah, they are. So you you got I do don't somebody. even think about they Apple and Spotify. Yeah, so they can no wonder they would be in tune with my freaking voice because they not even seeing my face. Yes. But they, but but just on the scale of things that you can just see that keeping the flame going. There are other Ex- there are other ways to keep the flame going when I when I when I do my modeling or I take my my pictures. I can't model after I'm not hot. I'm not the I'm not sculpted or nothing crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So why would they want me? I'm not six feet tall, but while I got popularity, I'm taking a stab at print modeling that gains my, my popularity, walk a couple of runways, do a couple of things, and now I might have I might be in line to have a new career in fashion. Looking for Rel. He's in Louis Vuitton. Louis right Vuitton now. right now. Why? Because he shows his fashion.
1: Yeah, that's funny talking about six feet because the number one question I, or the number one statement i get posed i thought you were taller i'm like i know bro i know that happened to us at the nightclub. this dude he was staring because he had seen eso
0: to rayon rayon k canine yeah. from being met and i saw God.
1: him and then he looked he said yo you look familiar and i'm like i just got one of them faces
0: he's like no you're a podcaster he said, I thought
1: you would have been taller.
0: I'm like, I know, bro. But why when people say you look familiar, why I am still struggling with this? Why it always gotta be something extra? Like what why, like like yeah, I got one of those faces. Why you That's can't like- just say it's me? I'm high this is my Oh they always figure it out. But I'm gonna say, why is it so? Like, like they enjoy all... the experience. FSO. No, they you like... know, no. Yes, they do. You enjoy
2: the no, experience.
0: You're speaking for the people that you never ask them. Do 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 you enjoy trying to guess who I am? Yes, no, they do. No, yes, no, they do. Because no they
2: always come back and they say, "Yo, you're hiding." There a lot of famous people, and people be like, you look familiar,"
1: and I just like what they do, like because see, I just wait for them to figure, figure it out. It's crazy. See him. Part of your success is you don't let shit happen. You're like, I'm gonna get to the A to the point. Esso's not an A to B nigga. He's an A to A nigga. I, I'm, I'm sitting there with Alchemist, and somebody like, yo, you look familiar. Yo, and you and just I'm look. Like, yo, he's, a, he's an amazing
2: painter. <laughs> yes, you so see he's doing some wild shit.
1: Just to see, <laughs> you, you got to go to do. The shit do. I,
2: like, I don't get it. Yo, because Esso be like,
1: yo, what people like? What do you do? I'm like, now because Esso's like, he don't like when I say drug dealer. I like to conform. So, I said, I'm a plumber now. <laughs> his
2: face. Look at his face. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't
0: get it. I I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I take my popularity seriously. We all do. I we... want you to know my name. Yeah. This is me. You don't have to guess. I'm not big time. I'm not Idris Elba or even Joe Buttons or one of them. I need you to know my name. Niggas That's me. all I'm saying. Niggas These people got facial recognition. You see my face? You trying to guess? I am... So. Asshole. <laughs> Period. You know what I'm saying? Not no, not no painter. Not no drug dealer. Not a plumber. This is me. Well, you tell them in the end. But yeah, just, it's just fun it's to fun. To figure it out. I'm boring. I just want to be on the beach. <laughs> I'm, I'm boring as hell. Yo,
1: me. My new joint. I'm going back to the classic. I'm an astronaut. What? Why do people not believe there's black
0: astronauts that wear gold chains? In At- par- they're not walking the streets, bro. What? They live so, a whole nother life. Where they walking bro. to, bro? They live in a whole nother what, life. Pakistan? they not, they not local in Brooklyn. they doing, they're they doing in things Brooklyn. That, a, a, astronauts do. Florida, Yeah, come on, oh, stop. Oh, you guys, man. Talking you talking about a dead? retired a, a, astronaut? A retired yes. woman? Yes. Well, then you're not an astronaut. Yes, you're, I am. You're, you're a civilian. No, you're on that. the streets. That, that, that's why I said, Where, where's your guard? Where's your suit? Why like, would I
1: wear a suit because on flatbush? Because you're an astronaut. That's what
0: they do. So that's like saying, that's
1: hey, what they man, do. why
0: don't you wear your garbage suit when you go to
1: the club, bro, and walk when down? When
0: servicemen <laughs> walk around in New York City, they wear their uniform. They want people to know that they're in the story. You wear your uniform to your job. That's when they know they don't. They yes. walk around, they walk around getting vagina from girls because they wear their uniforms and girls like them and you No, that. Stop, when stop work, it. When I used to work construction
2: and all that shit, I walk my shit all right. Thank you. Like I get off work and I'm not taking my shit
0: Niggas to wear, they say that. the girl be like, oh, you got a job? So when I come you work construction all
2: right, so when I come, she like
0: construction dudes. So shit. when I come off the rocket ship, I gotta come down. Right there on Nostrand and you Gates gotta a You got the motherfucking boots, boots on, on at least, nigga. With the helmet. <laughs> Facts. Yo, yo wear, we just, the boot, wear the boots and yeah. that onesie shit with the
1: flag on it and everything. You got to be I fisher. swear to you, if we went to Philly and had an astronaut. Yo, that's what will be like. Yo, I bet he's stick an astronaut. <laughs> I bet
0: he's an astronaut, bro.
2: <laughs> Facts. Yo, this is crazy.
1: What's on your mind, Ghost? You look like you you saw something. Is,
2: because they're to fuck off it's hard.
0: Oh, okay. it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Oh, we good. Yeah. Bank of America goes? It ain't Bank of America. It's Silicon Valley Bank. Bank of Silicon Valley. At
1: this point, man, it's all about having a safe because your money ain't safe in a bank. Your money's not safe but digitally. Okay,
0: okay but uh, no, although we, but they're trying to have everything digital. So when you put now they trying to like behind the scenes trying to act like if you deposit cash in the bank, they looking at you. You're a criminal. You know what I'm saying? You're a criminal. They don't want no cash. This is what I'm saying. So now this is what they were saying about how they're gonna try to regulate the systems with all this digital stuff. Because now they can, oh, the bank crashed. All your money's gone. The bank crashed. Yeah. It's all digital. You can't come get it from nowhere. You can't do nothing. Whatever you had in there is gone, and it could take 14 years to get it back. Half the people are going to be dead in 14 years. Half of them once their money's gone, they jumping out the building tomorrow.
1: And you know what they're going to do soon? This is a running theory, but you have an exceptional credit score. And as time goes on, that's going to be the number one thing. Because they'll be like, hey, you know, you got a 500 credit score. We need to start penalizing your account just to, you know, encourage you to be a better civilian. I'm telling you, they're going to, Bro bro, once they do it in one place, it starts to trickle for the most part. That's like saying, all right, the air
2: such an arrogant American thing. To say.
1: It's <laughs> not about American. It's just like, I right, if the car was
2: Africa with your credit, and see what they do.
0: For how long? For how long? No. You can buy some shit in Africa with good credit, though. Like, 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 I'ma keep it real right now. Everything I buy because my credit score is so high, I don't put nothing down. I just leave. Mm. Yeah. I, I could go get this building across the street right now, word to mother, with no money down. I would just have to be able to pay for the monthly payment. Yeah. So they're giving stuff away to people. Like people acting like it's hard to get shit, right? They don't even really, let's keep it real. When you fill out documents, they're not checking how much money you're really making that fast. People are lying on the documents. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they're checking is your credit score to see are you paying your stuff? That's it. Which makes sense by what you're, by the huh? your money you're putting up Get there. That's yeah, the point. A, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Then, like then we go to war. Then when niggas make get our mad, money back, printing. as soon as they get mad, then we owe them money. Okay, we're gonna beat you up mm. now and take uh, and take your rest of your money and then use that to pay you your shit back, and you're gonna be thankful that you got your shit back.
1: And, and think about it in this moment of our lifetime that we've understood, ain't never been this many amount of black men with access of power and wealth, if, unless you want to centralize it to just Africa, but in scale across the country. Where
0: so many black men are making six figures. Of, so how are we gonna say that? They're saying nine, 10 to 15 percent of the people in the continental United States is only making six figures. So how but, can we say it's a whole bunch of black dudes? And
1: just because of just because of the entertainment and the hip hop culture, how many dudes became millionaires?
2: That's small. But still,
1: but if you take that from 40 years ago, it was then then the number is pretty much zero. Bro, bro, it's not a lie. No, but what I'm saying, when you look at things, it's escalating at a higher scale. And I know people see that. The number one one thing that's the most offensive thing is a black man that don't got to answer to nobody and has power and wealth. But it ain't a lot of us, bro. But it's growing. All right, let me ask you something right now. If you see a little bit of dirt right here. You're just going to be like, oh, it ain't going to be nothing crazy. You're going to get get it done before it gets out of hand. That's It's the same thing like tidying up
0: a mess. Let me just give you an outlook of what I'm saying. All right, cool. It's only 330-something NBA basketball players, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. people think they're powerful. All 330-something, even LeBron got to an answer to somebody. Mm-hmm. All of them. Every last one of them. They're all answering to somebody, dog. If you want to count up all the football players, they're all plantation workers. Stop it. That's the plantation sport. They're all answering to somebody. There ain't too many black people that's out here that's not answering to nobody, bro. Let's just keep it real. And then the people who we think got money, they don't got the money you think they got. They cap. All right? Then a couple of people who do got money, they're not reinvesting into the society. They're keeping the money for themselves. They're the type of people that want to be the only black guy in the room. Do y'all know those? Yeah. A lot of them. They want to be the only black guy in the room. They don't want to pull in other people <laughs> to make money. So it seems like people are making so much money, but they are not. It is a facade and it's fucking people's minds up. Because if you know that these people aren't making this money, you're not going to follow them. You're not going to believe in them. Their clout's going to go down and their popularity, bro but please don't believe the hype. If it's only 10 to 15% of people making six figures in, in, in the United States, you have to know that not a lot of people making I, I'm black just, people I, making money.
1: I'm looking at it from whatever it was in the 70s, and we already know, because we just spoke about it or prior to, yo, think about it. How far removed are we from slavery? We're, I always said that 100 something years. So, now, if we're behind on the eight ball on that, Literally, in the space we at, this is the
0: most powerful in this country black men have been. Right. I'm want to make this one point, Let's though, go because it. they're Let's coming go. up. Yeah. E- even with that test pool that you're talking about, right? Think about this. With that test pool, it's 331 million people now here. So back the when it was the 70s, it. it was way less people.
1: So it's just adjusted for ratio, scale?
0: Exactly. It's just a ratio now, bro. All right. That's it. What's up, players? What's going please? On, on, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? What's, going
1: on, what's, going on? what's I on? Nigga, I ain't seen you in a minute. What's How you good, been? Bro? It's all good. It's all good. Good man. man.
2: Oh, yeah, I good man. Nice you feeling, players?
3: Yeah, yeah. nice yeah, yeah, we better You're give them some strong.
0: chairs over there, because you know that chick is going to be upset about all these people with their shoes, so at least give them mm-hmm. their chairs over there, ghost. Pass me that black chair, huh? Let's give them their chairs so they can be comfortable and shit. Uh, y'all good though. We just gonna give y'all chills and shit. I'm gonna bring it over here and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Think so. I'm not with this, broad. This ain't our location. Okay. The location of yeah, everybody's at booked up. It's booked I don't up sh- right now, so we had to do something last minute to accommodate y'all.
1: It's a bag talk
0: right here. We got Eso. Everyone, she sounds official in the building. We, we got know. Cassidy up up, up up here today. You know what I'm saying?
3: The hustler. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, of
0: course, of course, of how course. A feeling,
1: man. Uh, one thing you know how to do is find a bag in every avenue, bro. Try to, right? Try, no, no, that's trying and that's doing. Yeah. Niggas can try to shoot a jump shot, but you hitting them. Yeah, There's yeah. a big difference, man. Like, where where does this um, ambition or ingenuity to get a bag out of everything come from?
3: Cause you got it in every. You got condoms, battle rap, regular rap, this, that. I'm like. Yeah, I got two grown sons, damn. There, mm-hmm. a wife, responsibilities. Mm. You know what I mean? And I got confidence, like knowing your worth. You mm. know what I mean? A lot of people want to get to the bag, but they don't got the confidence, and they don't know how much they worth. So here and there, they just take less or settle for less or bust moves that they know they shouldn't make because they don't got the confidence.
1: You ever over? You you ever overvalue yourself? It costs you a bag.
3: I don't think so. I think I might have undervalued myself, like, you know, not really went into the, the deal thinking clearly and knowing how much I was worth, so I might have took some deals that I shouldn't have took. But I don't think I'll ever overvalue myself. What was your
0: difference when you was younger, right?
3: I felt like I'm the GOAT, the best at this shit, so there's no amount that you could put on that.
0: Mm. But did you take the business seriously when you was younger, though? Or was you just relying on talent just to get the bag?
3: Now, nah, when I first wanted to rap, I was in the fourth grade. Like, when I first decided that I was going to be a professional rapper and I was going to do this for the rest of my life, I was in the fourth grade. So I wasn't even worrying about the bag. I ain't had no responsibilities, no bills, no children. I ain't even really fully understand how money worked. Like, you know what I mean? I was like a spoiled kid, had everything I thought I wanted at the time. So... I was good, you know what I mean? But when I impressed people with writing in the fourth grade, I just loved that feeling like of being able to think of something, write it down, say it, and everybody impressed. Like, it didn't matter what I had on, how I looked, how I was acting, it didn't matter. Like, long as I could think of something, write it down, and say it, I could, like, change people's emotions. And once I realized that I could do that, I wanted to be the best at that. And then later on in life, I realized that it was a business. I could make money off it. And I started figuring out ways to make money off of it later. But my original passion and love for hip hop wasn't based off money or financial reasons. It was all based off the love. And to this day, that's the reason why I make sacrifices and don't necessarily bust all the moves that can necessarily get me the bigger bags. Because I'm in this for a different reason. And what's that? I want to be the best. You know what I mean? That's why I wanted to do it in the fourth grade, and that's the reason why I still want to do it. I want to be the best. And a lot of people think you judge the best by how much you board in, like how much money you board in. That's how people judge it, but that's not really how it goes. It's a science to this.
1: What's the criteria for being a, a, the best rapper? Because, or
0: I mean, let's say a good rapper.
1: A good because is it? Do we add album sales, bars? The, the way you carry yourself, how you dress, how you make people move, or is it just one thing over the other, or is it equal? It's tricky.
3: Nah, record sales and all that stuff got to do with the business, that came later. Mm-hmm. This was a culture first, so before it was even record sales or awards or anything like that, you know, you could still be the best. So that mean the business brought in a lot of that other stuff and people do take that in consideration. because. 99%, 99.9% of the people that do this is for business. Mm-hmm. They just want to be successful. They see niggas with jewelry, see niggas with girls, they like, yo, this like hitting the lottery. This is an easy way to not really have no education, not really mm-hmm. lock in with nothing else. I could bust a move real quick, especially with the type of music that we've been getting for the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's been making people feel like, yo, it's easy, I hear this record on the radio and he went in with that, I could I could go in the studio or I could find an artist that could do that. You know what I'm saying? So now everybody trying to get involved and there's a lot of people that's involved that shouldn't be.
0: I feel the same way about the social media thing because we had a whole conversation about people coming in and shit and I feel like, yeah, you see it on the social media, but nigga, you still can't do it. Sure. You still got to get out here. You got to do it. And once they try to attempt to do it and realize that they can't, they just fall by the wayside.
1: I think what Cass said was interesting. When y'all came into the game, you had to be nice. You had to be connected. It was effort into getting the bag. But now you're seeing these dudes overnight get in the bag. Remember that real estate dude we sat with? He said, I could sell 100 houses and I ain't going to make the money I would make off of okay. cup. one deal. One deal. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop is the... Platform, the culture that can make millionaires that fast, a lot of them.
0: But I want to just say something. What you thinking? When when me and Cassidy was younger, everybody had to be that deal. Yeah, your manager had everybody. to be that deal. The producer you signed, your to, goons, the niggas in the business. So it wasn't paper champions like it because you had to get out. and You had to feel niggas. You had to see niggas. Now when you on this. This gram and all this shit. You don't gotta get out there. You don't gotta feel, niggas, So you don't know who is who and what is what and how they doing it. So it changes everything around. It's the same way I said about why I think that the music's not as good because you have people. He 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 has Swizz with him, developing young. That shit, right? Yeah. Boom. Kid, younger kids don't have that right now. They don't have nobody to develop them. Not even a key producer. Because of social media, because of the of the of the of the equipment, because it's so fast. Like he said, yo, I could just throw that out there. This nigga doing that, nigga, I could put out a rap record right now. Real talk. If you give me a budget, I could run right now and get it on radio. And I'm not a rapper, my dude. And that's why I said I think that this shit is kind of skewed a little bit. And dudes with talent, they're not esteemed as, as much.
3: You no, know I agree. What I think people just more confused Mm. with the technology now of what's winning, what's dope, you know, how much people eating from music, Mm. because um, money don't grow on trees, like you got to generate the money from somewhere. Mm. And when you really start thinking about like, this business is set up for the people that run the business to really win, so if you feel as though an artist was able to make millions of dollars then just imagine how much the people that's over top of that artist would have had to make. Like for them to give this artist millions of dollars, that mean they had to make a lot more than that. You know what I'm saying? So on top of you generating the millions of dollars that you got, you got to generate all this much more money for these companies. So where would that money come from? It don't just drop out the sky, it's not like they just... The money don't be automatic, so a lot of that be a facade, like even how much these artists is worth. Just like back in the day, it's the same strategy. But now with the technology, I don't feel as though um, It always been a lot of people doing music. Everybody always loved rap. Like As far as the culture could remember, as far back as they heard rap, they know they loved it. Mm. Back in the day, everybody had a rhyme, Like you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Even the rappers, even people that don't rap. Yeah, well my name is T And I be just like everybody had their little rhyme mm-hmm. they could say. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was different then. Like the real MCs that was on was so nice and advanced from that little rap everybody had. Everybody knew that they had a rap and they like rap, but they wouldn't say I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really a rapper. I just like rap and I could say my rap. And then it got to a point where you know, MCs even started getting nicer. The like the culture started to grow, the science started to get better, mm-hmm. and niggas started to get even nicer and nicer and nicer, and it made it even harder to think that you was a rapper. You mm. like, man, I, I, like the average person never thought that they could be a, be a rapper when rapper. it was like at that level, but now we at the point like what you said. I could rap, I could go, I could like everybody feel like that because mm-hmm. the music is so watered down. When you, you know what I'm saying, sure and rapper. now. Okay. It would have been a only a little bit of people that would have been able to get heard. Now with this technology, it just seemed like everybody got an opportunity to put something out. So it just seemed like it's and a lot think more that's bullshit. Good. I
0: don't think that's good. I don't think everybody needs I'm not to have mad a at this. chance to put, you see, me being inside the business mm-hmm. for such a long time, I think that's trash that anybody can just go lay anything out and throw it up and it's not complete. I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not really... Like I hear it because we got to know about it, but I'm not digging it like that. I'm not downloading it, I'm not playing it because it ain't, it's, it's no substance to it. And and I'm not talking about you got to sp- be spitting knowledge and bars, just be good. Mm-hmm. Have some wordplay. Let the hook be good, you know what I'm saying? Let it bring something to me and that's not doing that. So now it's just like throwing up on it, you know what I'm saying, put some marketing behind it. Let's see if it goes or not. You know what I mean? And I don't think that that's going to help us in, in, in the long run.
3: I think it's good though because now it's like a bunch of different people in the world that like different type of shit. So now it's like everything is not pushed down your throat. Like the 10 videos that's on this video show that just come on every day. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of songs that they got in rotation on the radio. And that's really like all you could hear. Then it's a couple DJs that come up with mixtapes with some more exclusive shit and you got them couple of DJs. But it's like, it was really nothing else to really get music from. So you now, like the Y R it's on music? demand. Now mm-hmm. it's like, yo, if you like more poppy stuff, you could listen to that. You like raw hip hop or you like niggas with lyrics, you could Google and search that. Nigga like more shit where he could dance, do all the new dances too, you could Google search that. Like everybody could get what they want and really lock in. So when you in your car, you riding around, you exercising, you could really just create your own playlist, listen to the shit that you really like.
0: You know, niggas could could lock in prior to that because I listened to a whole bunch of other shit prior to that. I bought the CDs. It wasn't just rap music. I liked all all types of music. You know what I'm saying?
3: But I think no. I mean, he, so. I mean, like as far as the radio, as far as like 106 and Park, gotcha. like you know what I mean? Like gotcha. you was like a real, you was like a real nigga that was locked into the culture, so you was able to build your own thing That's that right. you like. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about the masses, like the gotcha. pop crowd that just. They don't dig that deep. They only know what you put in their face. Surface level. Just like certain sports, like I'm deeper in music than I am in certain sports. So certain sports, I might not I might only know the players that's like super big or the stuff that they throw in your face. I'm not like deep into the sport like that. So, you know, a person that really analyzed the sport and been watching since they was a kid, and they dad watched, they'd be like, yo, you don't know shit. And they breaking down all this other shit, know every name and everything, and it's like, um. Oh. I don't really know that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like a pop type of fan to this sport. The same way people like these pop type of fans, these ride the wave fans of hip-hop. It's the same thing.
0: Did you ever think about starting a label, signing niggas, putting them out?
3: Um, yeah, all the time. Like, I got a whole team of dope artists, producers, um, graphic designers. I got a bunch of dope people around me. Would you go but I just know that it's a crooked business mm-hmm. and I don't really I don't really got enough um ownership or control in the business, mm-hmm. like back in the day when physical albums were selling like companies used to act like they was independent, but nobody had distribution like you know I mean even when Prince and certain people tried to get it, they shut it down, so nobody had a form of distribution, so no matter how independent you wanted to claim your company was. You still had to partner up with one of these majors to get your music distributed. And it's the same thing now, like no matter how independent you want to claim you is, you still got to use one of these big companies with a portal that can even store and hold your music to get it out to the masses. Nobody that's independent owns a portal and they make it expensive. Just like distribution was expensive, you want to sell a million records. You need two, $3 a CD. That's two, $3 million advanced just on record sales. And I'm not talking about putting the mm. project together and paying everybody and marketing and promotion and traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about just on records alone. Nobody had that type of money. Just like nobody got the type of money to put 40, 50 million to a side and say, we're going to get a, a portal big enough to hold all of the music that we love and yeah. want, and we're just going to be really independent. We're talking about the
1: storage the space. Facts on the site. Cause when we try to run a website a while back, if you uploaded like three videos, that was like two gigs gone. So you thinking, yo, my website holds a hundred gigs.
0: hundred videos, you're
1: done. done.
3: Yeah, so imagine every artist that you know Music and then information about them, and then pictures, and then album covers, and then Mm, you gotta keep EPKs and all different types of stuff. And you gotta keep track of the transactions, people that's buying music. You gotta keep transaction. I mean, keep data of all of that. So the uh, a platform big enough. You just said two, three videos. So imagine every video and all the music, and just can hold all of that stuff. And then all of the new music that's coming out, you could keep putting more. To have a portal like that is super expensive. How do you beat the machine? So mm-hmm. so, so, for me, I tell them, I don't think
0: that you could beat the machine. Do you think that it's possible from what you know and you've been through, is it possible to beat the machine?
3: I don't even think it's about beating the machine. It's just about understanding the business enough to know how you could work with the machine and get what you deserve out of it. Mm-hmm. You can't expect them to um, tell you what they are supposed to give you. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, if they don't know and they're not informed, we're going to keep doing it like this for as long as we can. Facts. And as soon as people start getting more informed, then they will have to figure out a different way to do business with us. So um, I don't even think it's about fighting them, um, the, the machine, the powers that be, because at one point, they wasn't the power that be. They wasn't the machine. They just came up with a plan, put it together, and executed. It. So it's the same thing everybody else could do. It might not just come like that. Everybody want a quick flip. They want to hit the lottery. They want it to be overnight. Mm. These people willing to sacrifice generation after generation, the generation of go. putting together plans. And now since they got it on Smash, everybody think, oh, they the machine and they the powers, but they came up with a plan and made sacrifices. And then they started getting rich and started building on it and building on it generation after generation. And now they in control. But they didn't start off like that. So we could start off like how we is now, put together a plan and eventually our Our kids might... And that's part of the plan. Or they kids or they kids after Mm -hmm. that and eventually you'll get to the point where everybody born into your name will be in a good position and wealthy like certain families we know. It don't matter how smart they is, what they look like, what they did, they're just born into that.
1: You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I think. We as a culture, we just have to say, whatever this plan is, it ain't for us. Why do you say that? No. it's Like he said, it's for the future generation. Oh, I got that's, you, I got you. That's got how you the, other people are saying it. They're like, man, this is going to be for my great grandkid. That ain't going to be shit. They're already thinking about a human that won't exist. They'll never meet nothing. Us, we're like, man, I want to see the fruits of my labor, which is understandable. You don't want to die and not enjoy...
0: But, but you that's put our in black people shit when we talked about it's, slavery. Reform. We never had not anything that long time ago, yeah. and you don't know about the financial systems. Like it's a lot of us that are just learning about the real financial like systems on, and, yeah. and on how to make money. They got systems where as you invest the money as soon as you put it it's in, that. it's worth it's, four times the money. Yeah, it's they coming get right it back, back to you. We're not privy to that shit. We're trying to work our way to get to that money and and, and start doing those things, but we still behind the eight, eight, eight ball still because. We still need to give ourselves time, and I wasn't giving. I really wasn't one that was gonna give the black people time. After I thought about it, I said, "Damn!" I said, "This shit not not that long ago. Look at my father. My father's a working class man. He looked at me crazy. I never, I never had a job. Not one day in life, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he looked at me crazy now because the money's like it is, and he's old now. Now I I can dish it out. Now he gets it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Results. Now it it, 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 it's really like, yo, this really goes down. He he actually could see it. Now, if he was a younger man, he would manage me now. He would now be in this business too. This would now be a family business starting off. You know what I'm saying? But we're not doing none of that. Look at my daughter. I tried to get my daughter to manage me. My daughter's supposed to be my first manager at 16 years old. I ain't give a fuck. She's smart. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Learn the business. Prolong the business, take this, give it to your kids, and let's keep it pumping. You know what I'm saying? Cause they got bloodline in this shit. Cass,
1: you said money don't grow on trees. What are some ways an artist can go broke in this music industry, like from what's some of the big expenses that eats up a budget that cause like you said before, we people be seeing these artists, they think they got money, but when you make that much amount of money, you gotta spend the same amount in equivalency.
3: No, I think what people don't understand is the artists start off in the hole. Like all of the money that they give you, you gotta pay back. So you start off in the hole. But people that don't understand business don't know that. Like mm-hmm. if they about to give you a check and I could get this money and I could spend it and pay bills with it, I don't look at it like that. in a hole. Like, yeah, the average person don't look at it like that. Mm. And that's why they don't wanna do business with Lyricists that's cause to be a lyricist, you gotta be more Men Smarter. Like, that's why or older artists, they like to do business with younger artists. That's kids that won't understand this type of mm-hmm. stuff. You tell them you're about to give them this type of bag. That's all that matters. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're willing to do any and everything because that's what they think is the top of the world. Mm-hmm. But if you got responsibilities, kids, and you know the type of money you bringing in, you done went through ups and downs, you got experience, then you're going to want to start demanding more. And, and that's why they don't want to do, do business with them type of people. You want to ask questions too, Exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that, that's the key, but you giving me this money,
0: what you want from me for this? Then it's like, hold on, hold on, I thought you were just going to take this shit and just put this shit in the bank, you know what I'm saying? Come and talk to me tomorrow, but it's like before I cash this check bro, What's what does this come with? Because I got kids, I got a home, I got a wife, I got people that's dependent on me. Before this 100K whatever is cool, now you're giving me 300, this really ain't 300. It's tax write-offs with this shit. And that's the experience
3: we need. Like most people got parents that was just working regular jobs and was like super broke. And then some people got parents that might have been above water, but still had to grind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like had to put in work and don't know what it's like to be like super above water. So if you ever get a, like a large amount of money, you don't really got the right type of people around you to tell you what to do with it. All right. You know what I'm saying? that. You might know a couple people that got money, but everybody just ain't out here sharing all of the information. (laughs) They they, they they ain't sharing no
0: information, bro.
3: So you see kids that's like born into the industry and they got parents that went through ups and downs, might've got robbed and played with large amounts of money, might've lost, they got it back and then they born into that. You see, they got more of an advantage, like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the real experience you need. Like, you know what I mean? The information that you could get in like some certain books or like on the internet is like um information given to everybody. So it's not enough. Not experience. Yeah, like you need experience. Yeah, and have to deal with this business like head on. So when you got parents or brothers or sisters and people that's dealt with it head on, then they could give you a head
0: start. And then they got relationships too to pass to you. But that's the most important thing. Once they pass you the relationship, like, yo, this is Cass, this is my man right here. You good now. Yeah, yeah. Now you can pull on him and be like, yo, this is what I need. This is what I'm looking for. What's up with the battle rap
3: money? Because yeah. niggas tell me you like the biggest paid battle rapper. Mm-hmm.
1: That, at least that's what they say. He caught, he caught a quarter one time?
3: Yeah, it ain't um, <laughs> it ain't as big as I see it being in the future. I got it being like, you know. Like a lot of other sports, like you know the UFC, boxing, the NBA, the NFL, I see it like taking off once more investors get involved and more people get involved. Mm-hmm. But um, it's more money than people ever thought before, though. You know what I'm saying? People used to battle for free, just battle for a status, a battle just so people could just say their name. Mm-hmm. So now people coming out and getting real checks could pay bills. Do you, you think know you I mean? started that? Do
0: brought to the game?
3: It's like a part of hip hop and it's a part of rap, but it's not connected to that business. So the way you deal with your money, the way you get your money is not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So you don't got to like go through that system that's set up for you to be in a hole with the music and battle rap. It's like new and fresh, so I as many like... people ain't get in it and put as many stipulations in it yet, <laughs> so you can really like play with the money a little bit better. I feel like that your status, like you're the only one that I personally—I'm not
0: big in the battle rap world. I know about it, but from all the ones that I've come across, you're the only one that has ever had mainstream hit records. Am I wrong about that? No, it's been a
1: couple of dudes, but like, but it didn't. The way Cass took it serious and executed and performed, a mm-hmm. lot of the other dudes.
3: I, I think the only other one that probably had like real, like, uh, like a hit record mm-hmm. charting was probably Joe Buttons. Yo, Joe What yeah, about Keith canna- Murray and Keith cannabis? You
2: can't say the Keith Murray battle rapper.
3: No, he did a battle rap.
0: Not somebody did a. no nah, come on. Not a nigga that did a battle rap. He got to be a battle rapper.
3: But Joe only did one. He Joe do- Buttons, um, cannabis, cannabis. Keith Murray, Vado. That's that's about it. Cassidy, you've done they multiple. All got like Saigon, Saigon, but these they is one of They got like charting records.
1: They only one off. Yeah, moves. but
0: yeah, I'm not talking about. But I'm talking about. He's a battle rapper. They, don't,
1: cons- like, he, they don't consider.
0: They don't I consider mean, him, him a battle rapper. Niggas tell me he's the best one ever.
1: That's what they tell me. No, but when they talk about that, they talking about before what it transitioned to when you when you was in the studio going against dudes What battle rap is now it's a different ev- evolution. So when he battled with Freeway,
3: I don't think so though. That's the thing. Like hmm. a lot of people say that it's just because. There's not that many people that's like connected from how it used to be, and was around, actually experienced it like on a major level, and then still around now to see it today. Like those people don't feel like it like it's changed that much, and like was that different, you know what I mean? But if you just try to look back on it, and or like what they told you battle rap used to be, and then you look at it today, of course you're gonna feel that way. The same way people say that about rap like rap period things change it advance, like cuz all new kids want they shit to be better than what came before them Agreed. like when we was young we wanted the niggas that was out at that time to be better than the niggas that came mm-hmm. before them mm-hmm. you just want to feel like that you want to feel like my generation is advancing in the way and um they is advancing in, in ways but just not um lyrically yeah. How Which much you
1: think
0: oh go go
3: no, on, sorry.
1: How much you think it's going to take for for a battle with you and Meek? How big would that bag have to be? Cuz that would cripple the internet.
3: Yeah, I don't think Meek battle rapping though. I don't think that's Even if I mean. the bag is like if they both say a million a piece. <laughs> um you got to think though mm. like rap it like I'm able to make it seem like it's separate. Mm. And, um, I could do both but it's real difficult to be like a successful artist making music and battle rapping at the same time. It's like two mm. different things. So to be able to do it at the same time and be a successful artist and deal with what comes with battle rap, like a person talking to you, disrespecting you, screaming in your face, searching for all of the all of the flaws that you might have made or all of the rumors mm. and it don't even got to necessarily be true, but they can make a fun line about it and It's like to be able to take that and I got to take it. It's like I can't wild out, I can't fight, I can't make my homies beat him up, I can't do nothing. (laughs) I got to just stand there and take it. (laughs) And that's not easy, you know what I mean? Especially when somebody trying to paint the picture that they just star and they got it all and they doing their thing, like to create that image and then go over here and have a nigga intentionally try to shut that down. Dissect it in real time. That's hard to deal with. And no matter how big the bag is, you got to think how much they might think their music career is worth as a whole. So am I ready to jeopardize this as a whole just to get this one bag? The bag will have to be big enough for people to say, yo, I don't even got to do this no more. Like, Mm. if this go wrong, I don't even got to do music Mm. no more. Like, uh, fuck it. I'm cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then I think more people will consider it because it's like, damn, they don't got like, yeah, let's get it. But, but if it's well. just like a bag that could, like, it's a nice bag, but it could jeopardize me getting all these continual bags that I know I'm gonna get for years and years and they're, they're years. With that. I'm not gonna risk it. How and it he- makes sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I should get more respect for being able to accomplish that and do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy as people think. And it's not like anybody that you just heard on a mixtape or heard on an album that sound like they got bars or lyrical could deal with this. There's a, a lot more just, that just, come you. with it than just.
0: So, I'm sorry. You don't think that you get your rightful respect? Because I, 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 I just wanted to jump in, in on that because you was like that you that you're not respected for being. i yin and yang. Like from
3: some people, some people realize what I'm doing and realize the impact I make, and then there's some people that's you hmm. know uninformed, don't really know all the way. So, you got both. But that's why, I keep, that. that's why yeah. I keep doing it, that's why I keep doing it because I know my fan base and people that like really in tune know what's going on and know the part I play. But I know it's a lot of people out there that's uninformed and don't know what's really going on. So that's why I'm doing stuff like this, working You know what I'm saying it could be somebody that could be watching that could have been a fan of me that know what's going on, but I'm sure y'all got wild fans and wild people mm-hmm. that tune into y'all that might not be familiar with me or might have been at one time, but just forgot, like out of sight, out of mind. And Like, yo, I used to love this nigga, but I just forgot. Now I see him and let me tap back in and see what's going yeah. on. You know what I mean? feel like
0: niggas hate press. Niggas hate media. Like, me me being tight with Clue for so many years, like, I feel like, I, I, I would tell Han, like, if you're established and you don't have to do this. They don't want to take chances because they're because there are not people like me and him. Like we don't do clickbait shit. I ain't trying to get you to say you no know, some stupid shit for me to make money. So I feel like that because it's, it's a whole bunch of people that's doing that and, and been doing that. That ain't that ain't oh I mean that's not new. It's on the social media level, but but you have magazines that would do you dirty all the time. So you would say something. You'd be like, I ain't say that shit to the, this. Is why I don't go see these people. You know what I'm saying? But now you gotta now it's a good way. Like you said, to keep your name fresh out there, to put yourself on the publication, you come as you please, you do what you want, you set the time. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to use this type of thing to keep your name fresh, I told I told him the other day. I said I said Soldier Boy came to New York for ten days a couple years ago and did a run and did everybody's small podcast everybody's big podcast everybody's radio show for 10 days and he never looked back after that bro feels so bags, all you, mm-hmm. it's all about how you it's all about how you want to take it and you want to use it and how far you going to go with it with this
3: podcast social media some artists got a lot to hide so they got to be media trained got to mm. have the right PRs to tell them what to say some people don't got nothing to hide like me so I would advise them to do media that's going to make more people love them No matter what angle the host come from, whether it's positive or negative, if you know how to answer the question and deal with it, then you always gonna look right. There's nothing that they could do to twist or turn, nothing is like you always gonna look exactly how you wanna look. Um, And um, and then there's some people that got a lot to hide and that's why they don't wanna do a bunch of runs and have a bunch of people picking at the fact that they might got a lot to hide. They know eventually something gonna come out and they ain't gonna really know how to respond. So, you see, mm-hmm. people do media, they yeah. won't do it, or they'll have the PR, they people come in, don't ask this, this. don't mention this, don't yeah. say nothing about this. <laughs> do that. Don't yeah. talk about this at all. Mm-hmm. And if you mention this, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you even talk about if you even say this person's name, this interview is over. And the they'll fear. say stuff like that to you because they know they got an image to uphold, and they don't want nobody, you know, chipping away at that. What was it like being
1: a young dude with that hit record with R. Kelly? Because I remember the first time I heard that record was in Miami, and it so. shut the whole club down. I forgot the DJ who played it, and I'm just like, yo, who's this young cat just dressed to fly? And it's like, what, what was that moment like for you, man? Because you, you bodied it, and you just had records after that, too. They were just, with Swizz, I'm just like I like Giving people their credit when they're young and going through the whole cycle. Most dudes don't get to do that at the large scale.
3: Yeah, it was a um mixed reaction. I was super excited. Mm. I was young. Um, you know, like a hit record is on the radio, yeah. it's popping is like it's a lot of good stuff going on, but at the same time I'm learning the business, learning where mistakes was made, mm. learn where, you know, shit is not going exactly how I thought it would go. So I both things is happening at the same time.
1: Um, so like what was the negatives going on from a business standpoint, a life standpoint? Because you know, all we're gonna see is yo, know, Cass is on 106 in Park, he's on every radio station, all the girls know his record, all the goons respect him, etc. You're on top of the world, you're young. I don't know if you had kids at that time. So no responsibility. So what's the negative that's weighing on your mind?
3: Like I told you, this business is not set up for the artist to win. So once I found that out, it's like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? Like you stuck in this contract, you got certain commitments, and mm. everything that you might have thought that was going to come from it is not. I mean, and a lot of people that oversee what happens with you, like when you're an artist, you're not like, and you signed to a major, you're not in full control of what goes on with you. Definitely not. So that's just, that was like frustrating to me too, like it could be as small as like picture selection, like mm-hmm. you could take a photo shoot and what picture they decide to use, it might not totally be the artist's responsibility. You don't know who could have chose that picture, mm-hmm. or you don't know who could have chose like names for songs. Or you can make a bunch of songs, and then the selection of the songs that's going on this project might not be all all the artist's choice. choice, choice, You know what I'm saying? Even the type of songs you make, the direction, the type of producers you work with, the type of artist that's featured on your project, a lot of that could be like a collaboration of ideas from different people. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but. You didn't like that? You didn't like that side of it? That's just not how it's explained to you when you, you know what I'm saying? First <laughs> about to get into this business and get, you know what I mean, these deals. Mm-hmm. They explain it to you different and make it seem like it's different until mm-hmm. you in it. You know what I mean? So Was
1: Swiss ever on your side helping you, or it, it was a slight disconnect? I
3: just think I always had a head on my shoulders and like mm. you said, I ask questions. I'ma I'm going a, I'm a figure out why oh, you're is a problem. This like this. You're a problem. problem. That's what they call me. That's, yeah. That's no. what, yeah. they, call That's what they call me, nigga.
0: <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? Niggas say something I'm like, I don't nah, I don't even get that, bro. Where where are you getting that from? And then it's a problem. Like it's automatic. I'm like, if it's not, if it's so simple when I say, yo, why is this going down? Just you know, just, just tell me what's up. I'm not saying I'm not gonna sign it or I'm I'm not gonna do it. Just explain it to me. But so many times we had Roddy Rich, and he said the lawyers don't even explain shit to the artists. They used to be like, yo, this is the money, you know what I'm saying? This is your album, yo, sign it. And, but here's the and thing about that.
1: It. You have to, the caveat you gotta say, when those
0: deals go through, you sign, they wire you the money right then and there. But that's what he said though. He said once you, once they got the young dude, mm-hmm. they giving you the money. Now, once you got the money, like he said, you in debt now. And you're going to spend all of this money. Fast. And you in debt, and then you're going to come back to them and say, hey, yo, can I get a couple more dollars? They're going to be like, nah, nigga, I didn't, we didn't send you to California. You didn't work with this dude, the clothes, the photo shoot. Remember the sneakers that you said that you wanted to walk on set with? Those are $300. And you like, 300? Them is regular ones. Oh, but we got charged this because the stylist, and they're supposed to go back. You don't even know nothing going on, bro,
3: and then you come or, or, in there. Imagine if- you get fired from your nine to five and you like been out of work for a few weeks and now you really need a job. And then that same job come back, like, yo, we're gonna hire you back and we're gonna give you um like six months, six months worth of your checks up front. So you like, damn, I'm about to get my job back in six months of my checks all at once. It's like you hit the lottery, it's yep. like, yo, this is I'm lit. That- you can start spending stuff. You can start paying bills. Think of all of this stuff you could do. And you're going to automatically take it because it just seemed like you up. But they didn't explain to you. They're going to give you six months of your money up front. But now after that, you got to work the next two years for no money. <laughs> exactly. So it seemed like you winning at first. Like exactly. When you think six months of my checks right now up front, I'm up. Mm-hmm. But now I gotta make this six months stretch over the next two years, so I'm really like losing a, a year and a half of money
2: because mm-hmm. well, I got this saying. up front.
3: Yeah, but I ain't really understand that. I just took the money because I was out of work and I needed it. And that's how that shit go, you know what I mean? But you don't know until you already took the money and then you start working, <laughs> and then after months start passing, and then six months pass, and you're like, yo, so all right, this when six my months next pass. Come yeah, one and they like, oh nah, you, ain't, you don't know that. You still gotta... It's right here. It's yeah. right here. You see that little,
0: you see little <laughs> dot right there? Exactly.
3: It's right there in that little dot,
0: my dude, and you, and you didn't pay attention to it. Crazy. What do you think that the freeway battle did for your success or your popularity?
3: I was always battling around that time. I battled a lot of people, so that was like a normal thing for me. So at the time, I didn't know how big it was going to be. But I did know it was going to be something, because Jay-Z was there, Swiss was there, Freeway, Chris, Oskino, Beanie Siegel. it was like a lot of artists, a lot of energy was there. So really? I felt like it might have been a little bigger than the normal battles I had, but I didn't know that it was going to be captured on video, go out and be big like that. I had no idea that that was going to happen.
0: You think that that catapulted you in some in in, in some way in, in, into the battle rap space? You think that that was like a big
3: star mm-hmm. that, that happened? No, I think
0: I think because of Philly
3: battle, actually, rap, battle rap period yeah. that's the forefather of this new way you see battle rap now. Yeah, like nobody never seen battle rap like that, like face to face on site, and you're not just saying raps; you're actually trying to disrespect and hurt the other person' feelings, and there's no beat. Like acapella, like not to rhythm, like, you know, even not saying your rap like it's to a beat. Even like, you could say a rap with no beat, mm. but you still could hear the beat the that rhythm is like, it, yeah, 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 they saying it in the rhythm that they wrote it to the beat. Yeah. But to hear it acapella and you not saying it like it's a song, you saying it like you talking to the, the next man. Nobody never really heard that before the freeway battle.
1: You think I mean, that's the Or People
3: might have heard about it like I heard people bad. Doing like that shit you know, I they never saw. It. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: that was the difference. You know how when you hear about something and then you actually can see it, it go out, it changes your whole mental structure and you be like, yo, that shit lit. You know what I'm saying? But I I i I, I do gotta say that the hardest part I ever watched the battle rap was when they face to face and they dissing each other, spitting on each other because they rhyming so hard. I'm like, how the fuck is niggas standing there dealing with it, talking about your mom, talking about all <laughs> types of shit? I, I just couldn't vibe with it. And then I took one in, my, my cousin started to send it to me, and I saw the creativity about it. Then I started asking niggas about it, and then they be like, yo, we go home and we just think about the battle for weeks and mm. weeks. We do research. We call niggas around his way and get dirt on him. Oh yeah, nigga. it's it's i so like, you know, one. See, I didn't think it took all of that, bro. Bro,
1: it's it's a. That's why what Cass said, to be able to do music and that, it's very rare. One of those is gonna suffer. Like when you see artists, they kind of figure it out with the music a little bit, and they do a,
0: it. But so, but why would it suffer, y'all? Because can't you just if if you if you're on your level. Can't you pick and choose the battles that you want to do and research it at that time? Because to you're be- a veteran, and then go back and go and go record music.
1: I think it's like a lawyer that does music contracts and does um, real estate contracts. Even though they'll say you're a lawyer, you're trying to merge two ideologies within that, you know, frame.
3: Or I give some examples, just like fighting is fighting, mm-hmm. but mm. like the UFC. And boxing is like two different things. Mm. And even though in the UFC you can box, like if we was UFC fighting, I could just stand like a boxer and knock you out like the same way if I was boxing. But just what I got to watch out for or what I could expect coming at me is it's different. different. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm going to do different things. Another example, like and one park basketball compared to like the mm. NBA. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's all type of hand checks and shit that I could do in the park to stop a nigga from doing this. There's all type of spinning moves and carries that they not gonna allow in the NBA I could do. It's all type of shit I'ma get away with in the park, how I could direct traffic out there that's gonna be different than the NBA. And it's not saying that a, a, a person that's nice at ball can't do both, mm. but to be like the nicest at both at the same time, it's rare. like I'm the nicest in the mm. park and I'm the nicest on the court. It's like one might take, one might suffer, like I might be carrying too much in the NBA, I might be doing this step and they calling walk, I might be fucking um, pushing off and they, they calling it. I, I might just uh-huh. not be seeing the court right, like everybody not in the right position and it just could be like confusing if I'm locked in in a the park then I'm, my NBA game ain't too crazy. If I'm super NBA out, when I get to the park, I don't really know like how to move. But to simultaneously be like, I could be the nicest in the park, nobody could fuck me in the park, and then nobody like I'm in the all star game in the NBA. Like to be that at the same time is super difficult. But you master be the nicest in the UFC and be like the heavyweight champion at the same time That's in boxing. Weird. To be like, yo,
0: I agree, but you mass cerebral. I think you could do it.
3: It's and the I, and stress, I, and, and I, I I'm, I'm gonna be
0: honest. That's the mark that niggas need in mm. battle rap. They need a nigga that can do, that can crush niggas like he crushed niggas and still got the wherewithal and to shut certain things down and put music out. That's what's going to take it through the roof, like we said with drill. Once they start drilling on beat, they might look at it like creativity. Mm-hmm. Once you just spitting blah and the beat drop, people that's rapping, rapping, creators, people that's going to put money into the art, they, they're not going to take it seriously. But if but if somebody like himself can have a record charting recognized and at that same time he's crushing niggas on battle, to me, that's that's something. bro, that's through the roof right there. Mm-hmm. That's what I would go for. You know me, I'm trying to be number one. Yeah. So if niggas ain't niggas, in, said. Yo, if, if
3: niggas <laughs> not doing it, that's what the fuck I'm doing, my nigga. Nah, it's definitely possible. It just take time. Yeah. Like, you mean, like it's gonna take a lot of time to be nice enough to win a belt in boxing. So then you're gonna have to put in a whole another amount of time to learn how to be nice in UFC. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like time. And like I told you, people wanna get in this shit. Like, they wanna hit the lottery, they want some overnight success. They don't even really wanna put in that much time. They don't even wanna put in enough time to get nice at making music. They wanna have That's... writers, they wanna have people pick their beats, they wanna have people tell them how to dress. What to say. What not to say. How to look. How to act. So it's like a collaboration of ideas that make this artist and they want it like that. That's easy for them.
0: Makes them feel important. It makes you feel like you got a lot of niggas working for you. She's picking my beats. He got my clothes. He got my this. It makes me feel like I'm a business now.
1: Yeah, and you well, could command more money too sometimes when people see the whole
3: production. They're like, and there's oh. nothing wrong with that if you fully understand what all of the people that got jobs is doing and you hire them and you put them in position and you overseeing it. There's nothing wrong with that. But like you said, if this person picking on my clothes, this person picking my beats, this person writing my raps, and they are part of the machine. If the machine step away from you, then you don't got nobody to write your raps, you don't got nobody to pick out your clothes, you don't got nobody to pick your beats, you don't got nobody to tell you what to say. You don't got none of that no more. So how can you find that? Like now I got to find somebody that can write my raps, I got to find somebody to pick up my clothes, I got to find a bunch of whole nother team just to make me even possibly be as good as I was. And that's difficult.
0: They don't worry about it until the end, No, We had a conversation. Yeah, we just had about a conversation, that. About it. When it all ends, then they start to worry about it. They're not even thinking about it while shit's going on, though. You know what I'm saying? Because they keep on the young kid because their frontal lobe, like I always say, is not developed. So if it's not developed, they don't know how to make the correct decisions. It's very few of us that do. Even in my mind, K Mac told you I was making tons of money and doing deals, nigga. I ain't know how to keep that money coming. I thought I was gonna do a deal for a a a freaking million dollars every single year, bro.
3: That's how you feel, yeah. That's that's how you
0: feel. As, as, as soon as you get that money, you're like, yo, I I did this. I, I'm gonna do this again. And you will do it again, but then until you don't. And then when you don't, the don'ts keep
3: trickling in.
0: They didn't do it, they didn't do it, they didn't do it. I'm not doing
3: and it. And the most money could come in when you like putting in like, I'm not even trying my hardest. Like I ain't even putting in the most work. I ain't even, I, I know I gotta do more. I know I should have did more and all this money coming in. Mm-hmm. So imagine if I stepped it up. I know I could do it better the next time. Like I fucked up and all this money came in. So imagine when I get it right, how much money gonna come in? That's the mentality you right? But what's, it don't always work out like that.
1: What's a crazy purchase you made that when you was up the money was coming in. You like,
3: damn, yo, if I was this age, I would have did it differently. A lot of stuff. I mean, I ain't, I'm not like super stupid with money, but it's a lot of big things that I bought that I wish I wouldn't have bought. Such like answer. um like a Bentley. <laughs> okay. Like cash. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to do that. Go to the lot, just buy the shit like instantly, not have no note, not pay for nothing. And I wanted it to be like years ahead of the year that it was. Mm. So How much? I went and did it. How much? Um, after all This of the nigga knows. He know how much. <laughs>
2: this nigga knows.
3: <laughs> it's a crazy bag, yo. Because that was that was yeah. the big B. I think like after all of the taxes, the tent, the rooms, all of the stuff I got to it, it came at like two seventy five or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And that was a minute ago too. And Then it's like it just was a waste of money. You know what I'm saying? I could have yeah. did. A lot more stuff with that paper, and rode in the same car, like the information I got, could have rode in that same car for even more years than I had that car. Rode in the same car, took a lot more money, flipped it and invested it, could have turned that same money into more Bentleys, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. and still drove in the same car. But, you know, I just was uninformed, thinking, yo, I could just grab, let me go grab, not really knowing. And also too, did.
1: at that time, the taboo word was, you ain't lit if you're leasing these cars. But meanwhile, we seen all them white people, they're like, man, I'm leasing this Rover. I'm going to put a
0: thousand dollars down a month, three years, next one. He was right about that. Niggas like, I don't lease, I buy the whole car.
1: Yeah. Now imagine if he's like, yo, spend 270 Whatever the lease was, by the time he done with it, he would have dropped, what, 50 bands altogether? Yeah,
0: 75 bands. And
1: he's still making that money back, writing it off in taxes, but we don't know. We listening to the song, we don't lease shit, especially down south dudes, they don't lease their cars. Young Dolph told me he bought like four different um, Ferraris for 400 bands apiece, I'm like, why? And this was like a couple of years before he passed. He was it's still like doing like certain it.
3: cars that you might could buy that might not lose value, but the yeah, majority right. of them do. Yeah. So it's like really ain't no point. Like once you get it, it's gonna lose super value. Mm. You can't sell it back. You got to keep it, and most people don't like to keep shit. It's like keep wearing the same shit. Black honestly, people don't like to keep shit. Like, yeah, you want to <laughs> switch it up. You want to get something new anyway. <laughs> so I'm now fresh. you just own it, and now what I'm gonna do? Just let it sit, or I gotta sell it back, or like you know what I mean? It's just like.
0: What's your plan now? Since you're doing your press run, yeah. let us know. What's the agenda? What, cast? It, got, it, got, it, got, it got to be some rhyme or reason because you're cerebral. So, yeah. what's the point of you doing all of these podcasts and you on this run?
3: Bars is back, man. My new project about to drop. It's the best project of my life. I'm trying to have two more battles this year. Mm, okay, so I'm trying to get back in the ring, and I got the best project of my life. So I'm excited. Uh-huh. So I'm super excited. Um, and I miss the podcast. Been doing media, been doing promo, like hosting battles, hosting the face-offs and stuff like that. Mm, okay. They got another event coming up in Cali at the end of this month. Um, disaster battling. Okay. King Bao, he an MMA fighter. Okay. And he getting in the battle rap and he battling daylight. So I'm going out there to host the face-offs and host that event and all that. Like just getting battle rap lit. You was asking me what can I do yeah. to make the shit grow. So aside of me battling, I'm doing a lot of that stuff. So know
0: you gonna you start you your own league
3: or some shit like that? Nah, that's it's too, that's it's too difficult. Too and it's not like a. I heard I them
0: battle rappers be thinking real different, bro. I
3: know, and I and I think like a battle rapper like me that's still active is not a good thing to want to start a league. A league, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? If I do start or I get involved, it's gonna be with somebody that's already, you know, in that lane. You know, I might partner up with somebody that already own the league and already Mm. doing that and just give my energy to make it pop off better, but to actually do the groundwork and the Dealing all with despite, the battle rappers and paying them and flying them out and doing all this like a headache.
0: But you could do your Mayweather promotions thing, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, you just partner up with somebody, get your oh. points, get your Mayweather promotions thing on, let them do the work. That'll be something new for, for, for battle rap. Why don't you do your own? Like yo, if you did your own show, like how niggas be doing their own shit, put their own shit on, not a battle rap league, but I do my own show, I'ma headline my own show and I'ma let y'all niggas get on this shit.
3: Yeah. I That's a same. bag you I'm get re- the
0: arena, you get the you, you get the concessions, the food. Anybody brings some merchandise. In there, merchandise. You can murk, It's up. You,
3: and you, you you can murk that whole arena. It's just not a bag though. It's like the <laughs> It's like I'm the bag. Like as far as ticket sales, mm-hmm. selling no battle raps and pay-per-views and bringing a lot of people out you. and getting a lot of people interested is me. All of the other battle rappers, is difficult for them to get like a large amount of people interest, interested. Yeah. So it's like something that you would have to figure out and it's like a chance you're taking. Like even my sis Remy, you see she's been in, she started her league. From um, 23, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's been having a lot of success as far as the fans aspect, but she says she lost a lot of money, hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars that yeah. she's been investing, trying to get this right. And it seemed like her vents is successful and it's like a bag. It seemed like it's something supposed to come from it, but it seemed like every time she threw a vent, she losing money. Mm, it's a I, sacrifice I she making, so it's not as easy as people think. I wonder if people know that she's
0: giving back to the battle rap community and losing money at the same time. I wonder if they even care or they don't if they care. even understand what they don't that care. means. I that did a couple of events that.
1: and yo, one, we broke even legitimately. And the other one, we took a L. L.
0: We're just legitimately? Broke remember when even we had to? Remember the when we had the, when,
1: when we had the convo
0: about breaking even, about some people keep the money and don't tell people that the no, money's not, coming no, in. No, not like, that because that's what, I, I, know, I know. Niggas get bags, be like I'm not giving this ticket money in. I'm, I'm gonna hold on to this for myself. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? So we said, maybe you broke even, but the event didn't. No, no,
1: everything. It was okay. it was broken even, Actually, legitimately. That's and you know what and I mean? the only reason we broke even, and Cass will tell you this, this is about its worth. It was off of one person who was able to generate enough to make up for everybody else, not mattering. So when Cass is demanding a certain level of money, it boosts up everybody else. They might take a L this way, but they're gonna make the money back because if he's not on the ticket, they're gonna lose. I'm telling you. Listen, if I'm
0: Cassidy and I'm the battle rapper. And I'm the recording artist, right? Yeah. These niggas ain't making no money off me. I'm doing all my own shit. I don't give a fuck. These niggas right here, I'm going to get this arena over here. I'm, I'm the big. I'm the biggest nigga. No, he'll t- but but on he'll, the take,
1: he'll take a bigger L doing that than them giving him the money. Why? It's just the logistics. You got to pay for the... All right, let's say Cass has a bunch of ticket sales from 18 to 21, right? They're buying the bulk of the ticket but the club won't let people under 21 in so now he got to go to the club and get insurance for that it's going they going to hit him over
0: that head i got you but he's the if if he's the, I, he's the draw it's like i'm letting y'all take money from me i'm floyd, I'm, I'm looking as, as a boxer i'm floyd mayweather i'm the draw he let them niggas eat for years mm-hmm. right he let them eat for years i'm the fucking draw okay i'm the, you going to book me niggas is coming i don't give a fuck what age group you book him niggas coming right yeah. I'm booking myself, nigga. Niggas is coming for myself. Y'all niggas not getting drink money. Y'all niggas not getting concession. Y'all niggas not getting merch money. I, one battle for me could go from 250000 to $1.2 million. But
1: the
3: money no, don't come in like a, that. That's a, why he said Remy's taking elves. And, and it's an investment. Like, yeah. like all right, like say if I tell a league, you know what I'm saying, you could put on whatever event you want, but you got to pay me a quarter million dollars, right? So that's just me. You know what I'm saying? I just get my money up front. So now I got money up front. I get my deposit up front. But now it's a whole car full of other artists, like the person I'm battling got to get paid. Mm-hmm. The The battles that's under me, all of them artists got to get paid. paid. The venue got to get booked. Security got to get booked. Cameraman. Now they got to set up if it's going to come on pay-per-view and how they going to get it out. They got to set it up whether they want to drop it on YouTube. When they they pay
0: you though? Yeah. You you, you You get a piece of that too? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could definitely... um, Negotiate that. Negotiate Mm -hmm. that. Um, But it's like a lot more that got to be invested into making making the shit work. You know what I'm saying? And that's an investment that you got to make before it come back. You just gotta trust in it coming back, you know what I mean. But anything could potentially go wrong to make that not go as according to plan. I'm a gifted so like man, a, bro. It's a, Let me tell you something. Nah, nah, nah. But listen, uh, it's listening. so much money that you got to invest to only make a little bit more
1: back. It ain't you think, nothing.
3: You, you're thinking like it's like the labels where it's like, all right, I'm getting paid two hundred and fifty thousand, but they about to make two point five million or something. It's not like that. Mm-mm. It's like you know. Me, if I charge that money, I'm going to be making a majority. More yeah, m- more than everybody. Like, I'm making a majority of the money. But leagues is willing to do that because they know that even though I'm making a majority, they going to make
2: more right. of
3: that night. They hoping for it to make mm-hmm. more that night than they would make of booking other battle rappers. Yes. And through the history, you've seen that it went that way. When I work with King of the Dot and them, when I work with RBE, when I work with the URL, it always go like that. They always able to make
0: more, more more money with you than without you.
3: Yeah. And it's too my energy lasts. Like a lot of battles happen and they could be big momentarily, but like a couple days later, everybody forget about it. Nobody really know about it. It's like my shit lasts. Like people are still talk about my hitman battle, cause that was my last battle. But Hitman had like you know battles yeah, after battles. that. Okay. Yeah, like he battle Calico, just battle Easy. But people still talk about me and Hitman battle because it's like it lasts. It don't. Why? It don't die out with me. Why?
1: Moments. Is um, it
0: the word? Is it the word? The n-
1: word. No, no, no. I'm is gonna it tell the you.
0: Star power. Star
1: power. Okay. Because Hitman's a star, so he's cast. Cast is a legend. So now, and Cast is not a battle rapper in my opinion. He just does it well, but. What they would identify as a battle rapper, that's not Kaz. Kaz is an artist who has the battle rap um, spirit in him. Mm -hmm. So it's different. They look at him different. So now these guys, they know they got to perform different because more industry dudes are watching. More people are watching. It's a bigger spotlight. And he's always going to do things in the news cycle that people are going to trickle back to the battle versus them other battle rappers. They ain't going to do enough for the algorithm to kick the battle back. It's a little nuance. It's a lot
3: of mistakes battle rappers be making. I be checking them all the time, and I think that's yeah. a part of why, you know, it's not going necessarily right. right go yeah. better with me. Mm-hmm. Even when I battle, it just feel real, more real. Feel just more like it's a real battle. Like you don't know what's about to go down, and that's how people want to feel. You know what I mean? So. I'm going to come check in. I'm not playing games. They know I'm not friends with rappers. Mm -hmm. I'm not like collaborating. I'm not writing with rappers. They know whatever I say. I really feel that Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And that be a big part too. So you start building up like a big fan base of people that want you to continue to win. And then you start building up like. A large amount of people that just hate the fact that you've been around so long, mm-hmm. and can't lose. Mm-hmm. Like you get back to battle rap, they supposed to be able to kill you, <laughs> like you should be dead. Uh-huh. So it's like, yo, how can't they kill this nigga? So everybody want to tune in hoping that somebody could kill you, they like, yo, I can't wait till he die. And now they, that's why they like, no, nah, he need to battle this nigga, he need to, nah, now if he battle him, they just trying to think of any name that could possibly kill you, because they just want you to die. You too cocky. You been holding it for too long. Look how he carry. Look how he act. He gotta die. But then at the same time, it's people like nah. They love that he he never gonna die. He the go. So with that type of support, you can't really lose because the people that love you gonna tune in and then, they want to support. But the so do the hate, people that, that hate you. you. I can't miss this. I gotta see this nigga die. He been talking shit for <laughs> too long. Who he battling? I gotta watch it cause he about to die. And it's like yeah. But it don't matter to me, mm-hmm. yeah. like you know, to other people that might matter, to me it don't. It's business. As long to you? as you thinking about me.
0: Is it, like, is it just business to you now?
3: Yeah, as long as you want to tap in, as long as you're going to get the pay-per-view or you're going to buy a ticket or you're going to talk about it or you're going to watch one of the blogs and comment on it, mm-hmm. all that count. I got one question. This, this, this is
0: my last question, I hate questions, but we asked a whole, a whole bunch this time. What makes the Philly rapper the way that y'all are? And mm-hmm. and because y'all are different, yeah. all y'all different, y'all different style of people, right? And what? why hasn't there been a big
3: label come out of Philly, a rap label? Well, first with the rap label, you know, it's a business. I guess like one of these majors gotta feel as though they want to give somebody from the city an opportunity. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Somebody from the city got to put together the right plan to make one of these majors and machines give them an opportunity. So it's a lot of talent, and they always been trying to get artists from Philly. But you know, actual companies and like labels, I'm not sure. But I know it's a lot of people in the city that got enough information to run labels, and it's a lot of talent in the city. So they won't have to go far to search for talent. No, you want to. It's mad.
0: It's mad town in Philly. And then, and then the, the the first question: What 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 makes y'all so different? Yourself, Meek Mill, I think the environment.
3: Uzi, I think the environment please. and where we place. Like we close to the where started New York. Like we we not that far. Like you know what I mean. You could drive there. A lot of the slang and the shit that we into is like similar to New York and um then you got jersey right there but we more like south mm. so you know the slang the accent the way we carry it is not like new york it's slightly different because of where we place that and because it's like a big city but at the same time it's like tight blocks and mm-hmm. a lot of poverty you know what i mean a lot of fighters like boxing is heavy Mhm Philly, yeah. There's always a lot of competition. Like whether you playing basketball, playing curveball, it's just like people was competitive since birth out there. Mm-hmm. So I guess all that mixed together and then with the history that we had even before rap started with music. That's yeah. like a music place. Like so I think it just made a transition from what it used to be to just rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But people always been super musical and competitive in Philly. So and sports, other stuff. So I think it just translated to rap, and that's why it might be a little different from anywhere else. Yeah, it's very different.
1: You said bars is back, and this I just want to ask this, and we good. Oh, one more thing
3: cool. to that last question. It got this to a- do with the artists that got on from that area too. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the masses gonna follow what they familiar with or what came from this area before. You know what I mean? And um. A lot of artists that we had from Philly were super competitive, super street, super grimy. So yeah. that like paints the picture mm. of what the city is. You know what I mean? Got you. It's more difficult to say that with New York because that's like the Mecca. That's like so many artists for so many years came out that they took it in so many different Direction. directions that it's hard to say New York is just it's one Jay-Z's
0: chain. land. We're gonna go on. This type of hip hop, or, or, or 50s, or nons. You can't so say they all people.
3: hustlers, or y'all all gangsters, yeah. or y'all all get shot, or y'all all fly, or y'all all this, because <laughs> yeah, there's so yeah. many different, different niggas that do different shit and had light for a long period of time. Yeah, light is real. But with Philly, you know, it's artists that had light here and there, but not as much as New York. And um, a lot of the artists had similarities. like You know what I'm saying? Like from meat, to beans, to me. Like they all might have dealt with the police, got locked up before, been in the streets, been did like had situations like that, like, you know what I mean? Got some confidence, act like they not scared, talk a certain way. So it's like it create a certain <laughs> image of how the city is, you know what I mean? But I feel as though, you know, like it's artists like maybe like... Lil Uzi right now, mm-hmm. he's super popping yeah. and winning, but he's not like in that direction and he do give I, I've people that it. feeling. Yeah. So I imagine. I from Atlanta for a long time. I didn't know he was from Philly for so a while. So imagine if, like, you know, in the next 10 years, you got two, three more artists that's more like that in the Lil Uzi Vert lane. Yeah. How yeah, would then how they look cloud,
0: at, then they gonna look at Philly differently? Yeah, then how they. I
3: got you. I you got, got you. all of these little Uzi Vert type of dudes. You got Eve. You got the Roots. They might start looking at different. Because shit. we did
0: look at Philly like the Neo Soul Ooh. shit for a hot minute when the Roots and Jill and Vivian Green and all that was pumping out of the music Soul Child. We we did look at them as a Neo Soul spot for a hot minute.
1: You said Bars is back, I just want to what what young dudes. Do you feel, still embody the essence of bars that you tap in with? That you like, yo, I know this generation don't focus on bars. The the question question
0: should be, is there any?
3: I think there (laughs) is. (laughs) I think they all do. I think they all love bars and they all fans of it. Just because you might not see them sounding like they super bar heavy. It's not easy to do. It's not like you could snap your fingers and just come up with a bar. Mm. Like if you rapped a different way or you just did melodies or you had flows, you couldn't just sit there and just say, all right, now I'm just about to write some bars. It's like hard to do and I think a lot of them want to do it and they're fans of it, but it's just difficult. They so care. they just figured out something else that they can figure out, that they can do. And it ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just not easy to come up with bars. But I, I, I just seen an interview that um not too long ago with um G Herbo. And you would think like he might not be like a fan of bars or a fan of me. But he said the first song that he was recorded was to one of my beats. Mm-hmm. I think it was um Ain't for the Head or one of them beats, Like Ain't for the Head. When you see him go get him to John I did with Game. But I think he said one of the, the first song he ever recorded was to one of my beats. Like a a lot of them Young dudes that might be drilling or in a different bag right now. It's like I was the inspiration. They came up hearing me talking that crazy shit and going crazy. And that's what inspired them to do what they doing now. Mm. So I feel like they love bars and they understand what it is and know what it is. Just because they might not necessarily be a carbon copy of what we remember bars being. Don't mean that they don't like it and they're not fans of it. And like I said, everybody want the generation to be advanced, yep. so they don't want to they don't want to hear you say, "Yo, this is what bars is," and you play them something from the '90s or the early mm-hmm. 2000s. They like, come on, that's like that's old. They don't want to hear you taking them in the history to show them. Like they want to see it now. Like so, if somebody else was to give y'all, like if they was to come out now rapping, then they'll accept it and they'll like it. Just like you got people out right now, Griselda and them, they spitting bars, they like on boom bat, slower mm-hmm. type of beats. They not really drilling the trap they just rapping. And they still got a huge fan base and niggas love them. Because it's now, they not like, you're not playing Griselda from, from the, the early 90s, 2000s, you playing mm-hmm. what they just put out. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. the newer crowd felt like, yo, this fire, this hot. You know what I'm saying? How do you think
0: about that? Mm-hmm
3: with some old shit, then they feel like they reminiscing and it's not like they not gonna accept <laughs> it. They just don't want to think that that's all that's around. Like, yes. you know what I mean? We play some older shit, my parents play some older shit, it's like I still love it and play it today, but you still want to feel like, yo, while we come in, we still got the R. Kelly and we still got, I <laughs> sure, somebody yeah, that's mm-hmm. fucking killing some shit or doing something right now. Chris Brown. That's it. Yeah. Yo. <laughs>
0: Billy in the building. That's it. Like, subscribe, comment, super chat, and all that. Cassidy, bars is back. Let's go. Backfield. Ishka Bibbles or Max's? Oh, yeah. Max's, man.
2: Oh, oh my God. Fuck out of here. Oh. Hell no.